Well, welcome to Ride Hard, Love Harder. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is I actually been wanting to talk about this since last week, but my voice was a little raspy uh, from what we was doing. Uh, so uh, we're going to come back uh, and talk about that. But what actually happened was last Wednesday, I think it was the 17th, uh, 18th, 19th, go three days. I took off last Wednesday, uh, me and my VP uh, Retro, uh, for those of you who don't know, I think I mentioned it in my testing episode, is that we went up to uh, my ride with Kingdom Knights Motorcycle Ministry. Once again, if any of you guys out there always looking for some great group of people to ride with, if you anywhere near the Charlotte, Statesville area, uh, Rock Hill area, you know, Mooresville, local area, we don't care who you are, what you ride, man, look us up. If you're anywhere near the DMV, I think that's what they call it. We got a chapter up there, uh, that D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Anywhere near the Canton, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, Alliance, Akron, all them little areas in there. We got a chapter up there at the Kingdom Knights, man. So definitely look those guys and girls up. Uh, fellowship with them guys. Man, we love to have you be part of the family. Uh, but what we're going to talk about is last Wednesday, not this Wednesday, last Wednesday. I took off. I think it was the 17th. Like I said, I kind of had to think about the date for a minute. I took off and went up to Canton, Ohio. Uh, our Ohio chapter, uh, they was going to be doing a iron butt, 1,000 miles, 24 hours. I think that's what's called the saddle surf. I'm not sure, butt burn. I don't know. So this is the way the ride was going to work. It was going to leave Canton, Ohio. It was going to come down to South Carolina, which actually came down a little bit south of Rock Hill. Might as well say Rock Hill, South Carolina, then went back up. Which meant I had to leave my house, go to Canton, come back past my house, down to Rock Hill, go back past my house. So I went past my house about three, four times. But it was a great journey. Uh, but this is where it gets interesting. At. We get up there. We take off Wednesday. Uh, we wanted to check into a hotel, me and Retro. We didn't want to be a burden. But the president up there insisted. I mean, literally insisted that we stay with him. So, of course, we much obliged. And I want to say, man, without tears in my eyes, but this was a tearjerker because when I say uh, his wife literally rolled out the red carpet, I literally mean just that. She literally uh, rolled out the red carpet uh, like you had never seen before. I mean, she really uh, made us feel like we was part of the family literally made us feel at home. I mean, it was just uh, an awesome, awesome time. Uh, and that was just special uh, within itself. Uh, I'm doing something in the background, so that's what y'all hearing. But it was special within itself. Uh, so then I'm going to jump ahead, but I'm going to come back to this. It literally rained about 80% of this trip, the whole trip whole time. So that's this hint where my, I lost my voice. So we gets up 
gets up there Wednesday evening, and honestly, we got up there early. The main reason why I wanted to check in a hotel was because I knew if we stayed with family, well, you know, they club brothers and sisters, that it was a possibility we was going to be up late. You know, so, yes, we was up late to about 10 o'clock. Had to be at the riding spot at 3 o'clock. So, because we with the president, he wants to get there at 245, respectable flow. That's respectably so. That's what a good leader do. They try to get there first. So, you do the math on the t- hours of sleep we got. So, we get up there. We meet at the sheets. We do our thing, you know, waiting on some free more riders. Uh, it's from that Alliance area. I guess I'm saying it right. Then we go over to Canton, which is right off the highway. Uh, pick up some more riders. And all these guys is Kingdom Knights. Well, this was a Kingdom Knights Ohio chapter rider ride. We just, the Charlotte chapter, we just fellowship with them broke bread. Just had a good time fellowshipping. So we get over there. We wait on everybody, waiting on everybody. And then we say, okay, it's time to mount up. Once everybody get their gas, everybody got their gas. And, you know, got to get receipts when you do the iron butt. Like I said, once again, we're doing the 1,000 miles in 24 hours. Uh, so there we go. We're getting ready to line up. Bikes cranked up. We're lining up. You know, me and Retro say we're getting the back because we the Charlotte chapter. Uh, once we get ready to line up, we're getting ready to pull off. Bam. Boop. I'm sure most of y'all know what that sound is. Uh, we had a slingshot with us. The slingshot didn't crank up. Hit it again, bruh. Boop. Still didn't crank. So now we got to jump off the bike. Now, remind you, we on the clock. Now, everybody done got their receipt. Clock ticking. Just the iron butt. You know, 24 hours is 24 hours when you're doing 1,000 miles. So now everybody pulling out their battery pack. Of course, I keep a battery pack with me, a couple other guys. So we looked at the ones who had the biggest battery pack. We said, you go ahead and do it. I had to get it crunk quick. Hooked up, boom, didn't start. Hooked up, boom, didn't start. So now we're like, oh, man, we're just waiting. We're just waiting. Homeboy calling AAA to come get. He said, hey, man, I still want to do this ride. I'm going to go home and get my trike. Literally, the guy stayed five to ten miles away. Literally, did not stay far right there at us. So once he goes home, gets his trike, comes back, okay, it's time to, you know, hour and a half done went by, gone. It's lost. Nothing we can do. We on the clock. But you know what? No panic, no worries. Uh, we had our briefing, had our prayer. Let the truth be told, that probably was a blessing in disguise because it could have been something that was going to happen on the road or anything. But I just felt like that was a blessing that that happened. So it's like, okay, guys, we don't have to panic. We can make this time up with less stops, do whatever we got to do. So we mount up. We get the pounding real good. I, I started off with this saying that 80% of this whole journey was in rain, right? We did not get far. It starts raining. Just raining. Raining. Nobody has on rain suits because at the time, we're looking at the, everybody checking the weather. It don't supposed to rain anyway. It's about everybody following whatever app they was on saying it don't. But, you know, we bikers. It's always going to rain when you're trying to have fun, right? So once we get into this journey real good, we rolling, we rolling. I guess a few of the guys really, really getting wet. They wanting to pull over, at least put on a jacket or something like that because it really wasn't cold, so the humidity was kind of high. So if you had on a light jacket, long sleeve shirt at this particular time, you're really doing pretty good. Uh, I had on a light jacket. Uh, I had on my textile jacket for textile chaps, so I was comfortable. So the rain at that particular time didn't bother me. So we kind of pull over. And then wha- somewhere along the line, a group of bikers left. So I'm going to call that the first group, which left me and quite a few other bikers in the second group. So it's probably about 
11, 12 of us, maybe 13 of us in this here ride. So, you know, they take off. I don't think nobody knows they're taking off. So by the time uh, we take off, which I call it the second group, we pounding. Now, we're doing about 80. But I'm realizing why we rolling so hard. We rolling hard to actually catch up with uh, the first group. Now, I'm a truck driver. I think I've mentioned that before. So I'm a truck driver. So guess what? Nobody notices this. We go past the rest area. I see them over there. I'm saying, over there, over there at the rest area. But we, we just roll past them. We pound them. We pound them. We actually kept on riding till we got to the gas stop. So I, I go to the VP because by that time, the Ohio chapter VP, he's riding with the second group. And in my mind, I wanted to say, let's just stay two groups because it was too big of a group anyway. You know, you got gas stop. You got that many people going to the bathroom, that many people getting water, that many people getting gas. We eating up the clock. We already an hour and a half gone. We can't make up. But, you know, he called them. He says, hey, they had pulled over. They had rolled a little bit, then they pulled over because we already knew we had a guy that was with them that was going to have to pull over and do some type of phone interview. He got in some type of position. So the radio station up there, the major radio station up there, which was big, wanted to interview him. He decided to do the interview. So they say, hey, we'll meet y'all at the Love's. Well, we're not at the Love's, but the Love's really wasn't no more than one exit, two exits, just a few miles down the street. So we get to the Love's. So we we waiting on them, we waiting on them. Probably about 20, 30 minutes go past, closer to 30 minutes go past before they get there. So, of course, when they get there, we've already done the bathroom stops. Everybody need to put on their rain suits or whatever you need to do. We've already done that. So they were the bigger group of the two groups when we split up. So now what are they having to do? The reverse. Change clothes, bathroom, get a snack, whatever. Another 20, 30 minutes go by. We still sitting there. So this is where it get interesting and funny if you're a biker. The Ohio president say, okay, to his VP, time for you to take the lead, man. I, I, I'm done late enough. Then maybe next gas stop, we'll switch lead. We're, every, everybody's going to lead on this ride. We're going to give everybody some practice. Sound good, great idea. Well, that should have really happened. Didn't happen. The VP like, nah, I'm not getting no lead. I'm not taking no lead. I'm, I'm going to stay right where I'm at. So Prez, he's joking. You know, he does this thing where he folds his hand. Well, I ain't going nowhere. E, you going to have to take the lead. I'm saying, wait a minute. I'm just guest. I don't need to take the lead. Y'all take the lead. So in the meantime, I said, all right, man, I'm going to take the lead. I said, matter of fact, not only will I take the lead, I'm going to get us through Charlotte down to South Carolina. Now, we still in Ohio. I figure I can do that. Not knowing at the time what's really going to happen, but it really happened. I'm finding out that some of their riders, uh, they're good riders, great riders. You know, they don't have a lot of seat time. They're new riders, three, four years, new time. A lot of them don't really uh, do curves good. A lot of them don't really get up to the speed very well. But I didn't know this. But once I found that out, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. This is what we'll do. I get out in front, and I'm saying my prayers to myself because we prayed. I get out in front. I jumps out through about 65. I run about 65 a few miles, then I crank it up to about 72, not quite 75, about 72. I run that for a little while. Then I crank it up to about 
just a few more miles ahead of them. Each time I'm looking in both mirrors, and I'm seeing the pack kind of get distance, but now as I'm taking this at time, I'm seeing the pack get close, which in my mind I'm saying, okay, they're not looking at the speed. They're just getting comfortable with riding. So I'm a truck driver by trade, and as Matt and Noah, I always say this here. It's very rare I go over 80. If I'm riding with a group that want to do over 80, give me the address where y'all going, and I'll meet you. My driving license is my job. It's paying for everything I'm doing. I can't cut up like that. So I get up to about 80. I'm looking in my mirrors, and they there. Oh, no, they there. They right there with me. So we hit West Virginia state line. We smoking. We pound. I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm going tank to tank. I'm straight up doing uh, 150, 180 a tank, 180 miles, 150. If I can push 210, 205, I'm finna push that. Uh, but come to find out, we had one bike that really didn't do it. Then there was a couple of the guys, they really never pushed themselves. So then I realized it was a blessing that I was out front because I was getting these guys out of their comfort zone. Number one, I got them already out the speed comfort zone. I got them to ride and tank to tank. I got them to, to ride and encourage them. We hit, and if you know anything about West Virginia on Highway 77, you know, it's a curvy, windy road till you get to the south side of Virginia. Till you get south of Beckley, it's pretty much a windy road. So, man, I'm laying down in it, man. I'm hitting it hard, hitting them curves, 70, 75. I'm laying, smoking. You know, they right there with me. And I'm looking in my mirror. I'm saying, okay, they comfortable. They getting it in. So, of course, when it would start raining, because, you know, it would start, when it would start raining, I slow down a little bit. I want everybody to be safe. But when it stopped, when we hit a break where it wasn't raining, man, I pick up. So, every, so now we get to the first toll booth. West Virginia got three. I had no idea. Ohio is a toll state. <laughs> you live in Ohio, you got to pay tolls. So I'm thinking everybody got an easy pass. I got an easy pass. We go through the easy pass. Of course, I pull over to the side. About each time, I think it was total four of us had easy pass. Nobody else had easy pass. Every time we go through a toll, everybody getting off their bike, chopping it up, blah, 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 blah. Once again, we on the clock. So in between tolls, I'm having to make up the time by gas and all. We having to punch it, get down the highway. I'm like, man, we got to make it happen. Get to the next toll, same thing. Get to the next toll. Get to the gas station. Everybody got a gas up. I say, okay. So then we get down, and I'm like, okay. I pull over, and I get them some instructions. I'm saying, okay, this is where we at. We got enough gas to pretty much get us through Virginia to right at the North Carolina state line. There's a truck stop, Love truck stop. We'll stop right there. Please forgive me, but I lied. I said we ain't got no more than 30, 40 miles. I already knew we had 63 miles to do this. But I said we ain't got no more than 30, 40 miles. Because I'm thinking, so then in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to slow down a little bit. If I slow down, we're going to be burning that much gas. We should be able to make it. We rolling, we rolling. I'm talking to the wife on the phone. All of a sudden, I see a bike coming up on me. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, we ain't going to make it. We ain't going to make it. So we stopped down there at, uh, I don't know, the exit, at the TA, right right in Wifeville, where that TA is at. She looked, of course, clock ticking. By now, the sun is finally coming out. So everybody's stripping down uh, rain gear, which we shouldn't have. Uh, 
which I don't think I I left my jacket on, but I think I took the bottoms off because he was getting hot. But everybody else stripping totally down. So now we pounding like I don't know what. We get to Fancy Gap. For those of you who don't know, uh, Fancy Gap is mile marker 8 through 1 in Virginia or northbound 1 through 8. When I say it's raining like cats and dogs, it is foggy. It is raining. We can't see each other, so we just slowing it down. Of course, you know, big trucks coming, cars coming, everything else coming. It's raining like I don't know what. But at this particular point, there ain't no use to stop it. There ain't nowhere to stop. Nowhere at all. So we just pounding, pounding, pounding till it's actually time to get gas. Okay, which, guess what? North Carolina ain't but uh, 109 miles. So I already know everybody got enough gas to make it to Rock Hill. We can definitely make it to Rock Hill. Uh, but what happened was everybody was so soaking wet, soaking wet. We had to pull over, do what we had to do. My boy Retro Boots just gone. Luckily, he had his son meet him because we in Troutman at the time. He had his son meet him, bring him some fresh boots. <laughs> you know, that's I'm little. When I say it rain, y'all know bikers know. Uh, we ride hard, and guess what? We love harder. So we, we changing up. We getting it up. And I'm just staying wet because by the time the sun come out, and by the grace of God, the sun stayed out uh, from exit 42 all the way to Rock Hill, which that gave us chance. Y'all bikes know to spread our arms out while we ride and stretch our legs out, let the wind hit us. That gave us an opportunity to dry off, so we was able to dry. We get down to Rock Hill. This where, if you're a biker, you got to enjoy this moment. My club brother from Ohio, they at Cox Holly Davidson. By the way, I want to say thank you to Cox Holly Davidson and Rock Hill. They truly rolled out the red carpet for us. I don't drink coffee, but they fix coffee, water. Uh, everybody in there, you know, attended to us. My club brother's down there buying boots, rain suits, helmets. Now, one of the things you should know, and I know every biker rides differently, but if you're going to be doing – I say 500-plus miles. I always say, especially straight. Now, it's different if you're doing 250 turn around and coming home. But if you're doing 500-plus miles, definitely 1,000, 1,500 miles, I always say it's best to wear a full-face helmet. But spend money on your good full-face helmet because you want it to be lightweight. So if no other helmet you, you write, you have to you know write a good check for let it be that full face helmet. Get you a modular. Don't get a flip, you know, straight pull on. I call them pull on. Full face. Get you a modular where every now and again you need to let some air get in there or whatnot. I know for those of you who ain't used to wearing them, I had to get used to it too, riding the Harley, but I'm telling you, get you a full face helmet. Number one, what a full face helmet does is it cuts down on the vibration. A lot of us don't notice when we wear those lead helmets or the three quarter helmets, wind gets up in that helmet. We never realize how much is pushing our head back because you don't you don't feel it like somebody pushing your head, but it actually pushes your head. You actually get a little vibration uh, when you do that. But when you get your full face headband on, it's aerodynamic. And when it rains, pretty much no parts of your face gets wet. Uh, and it keeps your head solid. 
You know, you can breathe in a full face. Don't let nobody tell you you can't breathe. It's got just as much air going in them as a three-quarter. Uh, and then some. You, if you got a modular, that's why I say if you got a modular helmet like a Shuey, or or if you want to go out and get you a shark where you can turn it into a complete three-quarter uh, and just ride, that's even better. But I always say get a modular. Uh, number one, you will find out in a full-face helmet it adds miles to your journey. Uh, because of the, the aerodynamics of it, the wind going over top of your head, instead of going into that little visor, when you got the three quarters on to hit that little visor, you got a lid on, that, that wind hits right in that visor. You don't really notice, but it kind of lifts the helmet up a little bit, so it gives you that little bobble effect. You know, that's why sometimes bikers, when they do long journeys, they kind of shoulders hurt, the back of their neck hurt, you know, not really a, a hurt, but enough to notice it. Well, in this situation, they down there getting helmets. They're getting full-face helmets because, you know, they need them. they getting rain suits, and I'm educating them on some of the things that I do, some of the things I dress, how I like to ride, and they notice I had my full-face on. So I'm explaining to them, like I'm doing here on this podcast, the purpose of a full-face helmet. So now we ready to rock and roll. So now everybody, we already know it's raining cats and dogs at the Fancy Gap. We ain't even got to worry about that. So we automatically put on rain suits. We dress. Uh, we ready to rock and roll. So we, we everybody got on rain suits. We ain't got to stop for nothing. We on the clock. Now, you got to remember, we really, because we at this here Harley Davidson dealership a good hour and a half. Time is just erased off the book. We lost an hour and a half. We lost time in each toll, which was three of them. We losing time in each stop. Now we at Harley Davidson and everybody's shopping. Time is gone. We can't get this back. So going home, I'm saying it has to be gas and go. Really, I'm thinking I'm finna get in the back now. I got a through Charlotte to Rock Hill. Nope, they left me out in front, which once again turned out to be a blessing because it gave them probably the most experienced rider. It's done long. I've already done iron butts. I've done a couple of iron butts. I've done the 1,524. I've done the 1,536. And, uh, and I, we did the uh, 50cc, uh, which was coast to coast uh, from Jacksonville to San Diego. So, you know, I've already done some iron butts. No big deal. Actually, I'm planning on doing another iron butt. Uh, I'm planning on doing another 50cc because I paid for it. It was messed up on the last one. So, of course, I didn't get credit for it, but we did it. So, I'm planning on doing another one. Uh, hopefully uh, in the first weekend in October when we do the Ride to Eden event. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, praying over that right now that, that I can be able to pull that off. Uh, so we just riding, we pounding, we stopping, we gassing, we got to go. We go, hey, everybody, let's go, let's go. We ride. Man, when I tell you we get up to Ohio, it got dark. Man, that look here. I don't know what came out the sky. I don't know what. Z monster, sleep monster. I don't know what. Uh, if you ain't gonna keep them eyes open, monster came up out that sky. Five hour energy drinks wasn't working. Boy, sleep Todd started knocking us down. Boy, falling us out. Each person taking turns getting in front because whoever's in the front, which at that particular time I was in the front. Uh, and I think the thank goodness the, the another guy, the guy on the trike, got in front. My VP got in front, but they didn't stay in front long. But the Ohio president, once again, he got back in front. So about the last 50, 40 miles or so, 
might not have been that far because I don't really know the area. And he got us on in. I mean, it, it was rough. It, and, and, and when I then we get to the gas stop. Not only myself, but four other bikers, maybe five of us fell short, and not by much. Like I fell short like three miles, four miles. I think Dukes fell short four miles. I think Retro fell short three or four miles. Uh, another biker was only like two miles. So you know how that works. So now we have to go to another gas stop. So I'm saying, okay, cool. I don't know this here, Aaron, but we got to turn these receipts in. Anyway, we, we stopped back at the BP where we picked up the second group. So let's go back to the sheets. They said, well, that sheets is about 14, I think 18 miles. I said, good, that's going to get everybody over it. And there was one guy that was really in the Canton area. His miles didn't roll up, so he had to go with us. So we go all the way back to the alliance uh, that by now everybody's good. We checking everybody. And when I say we barely made it, it's like 230, 220, something. Now, we got to be there. We got to finish it by 315. Bottom line, 315 time limit in. So we finally got there and which worked out great. Uh, successful run. I mean, it's, it's like we say. Ride hard, pray harder, or ride hard, love harder, because y'all know we got we got both sayings going. So we rolled real good, man. The fellowship was great. So then me and my VP, we both say, hey, we really ain't got to be back till Monday. If we get back Saturday evening, Sunday, we both knew Sunday was Father's Day. But, man, we was out there loving up on this here highway. We originally was going to leave Canton, jump on 90, Run 90 to Buffalo, fellowship in Buffalo. I wanted to go to the uh, holidays in Buffalo, get me a T-shirt poker chip. Then we was going to go over to Syracuse, and then originally we were going to jump on 81, and then just head on south to 77. But we ended up changing a little bit, so now instead of 90, we jumped on 80. We run in 80 pretty good. Now, remind you, we at our uh, Ohio president's house, so uh, even though we got up early, Friday morning. We didn't leave his house till 417. I remember. Too late. We should have actually stayed. Let the truth be told and just left Saturday. You know, let the truth be told. So we takes off. Uh we get to and I we pull over to get some gas or rest area or something, I think. I'm looking at the map and I'm saying, hey man, let's just cut this kind of short a little bit. I'm thinking like a truck driver now. I said, let's jump on this 322. <coughs> 322 will bring us out right there in Harrisonburg. Right there, the, what they call it, state college, right there. We'll get on 81 right there. Now, I'll cut this time out. Keep from running all the way across 80 to 81. Because that was when we were trying to make it to Harrisonburg anyway. So it gets dark and it starts raining. Now, if you know anything about 322, for the most part, it's a four lane highway. We hit the if, but it's dark. It's pitch black dark. I mean, it's unbelievable dark. Then we hit where it, <coughs> where it actually is uh, two lanes. And then these two lanes, this is two lanes because they're doing construction. And I'm driving, we driving through this wall, wall on the left, wall on the right. And the only thing I kept thinking of, how many motorcycles done came down here, wasn't able to make this curve and kept straight and hit that wall? It's pitch black dark. It's raining. It's cold. It's raining. I stopped praying. I said, God, 
just find me a hotel. I said, God, <coughs> I don't care if it's Rich Carton. They finna get this five hundred dollars. However much Rich Carton costs. But we ride and I ain't seen no hotel. It's still raining. I'm saying God just help us find a hotel. So I'm getting off this highway. This is my this is where my challenge is saying be safe. Now it used to be a time, this is where I think I'm finally getting old, you know, I'm fifty six now. I wouldn't have you pulled over. Three years ago, I probably wouldn't have pulled over. I'd have kept going until we got to 81. I saw that billboard say a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> and it was a few miles down. When we got close to the exit, it told me it was on. I got right off the highway. I don't know what city we in on 322. Uh, this Holiday Inn Express is like in the middle of a subdivision. Apartments and homes and all. I'm thinking, man, they just stuck a hotel up right here. Uh, but we checked into the hotel, and I told my VP, I said, bro, I was re- ready to get off that road. I said, I, I got nervous. It was too, too dark. I couldn't see unfamiliar territory. It's raining <laughs> like cats and dogs. I couldn't do this no more. I need to get off. And he was like, man, I'm so glad you did. I'm so glad you did. <coughs> so we get us a good night rest. Then the next day, you know, it's just good ride. Great fellowship. We stopping. We laughing. We cutting up, talking about the journey, the new journey. Had a good time. So, you know, I just want to say, that's why I just came on here to talk about that because that's what we about, riding, ride hard, love harder, love what you're doing, love the fellowship. We just had an awesome time, a great time. <coughs> uh, like I say, man, any of you guys look and girls, we don't care who you are. We don't care what you ride. We can care less about what color you are. All we care about is that you just love to ride your motorcycle. Oh, yeah, and by the way, eat. Because pretty much everywhere we end up at is a rest spot. <laughs> you know, so you got to like to eat. got to like to ride. That's all we care about. And we just had a great time, man. We just fellowship. Uh, so I'm going to get off here. And I just wanted to say definitely ride hard, love harder. This your boy, Eric. Hopefully soon, the next episode, Deborah, the wife, will be on here, and we can really get into what this show is going to be about. Love you guys. Ride hard. Love harder.